He is Nicholas Perez. He is Ben Perez. And we are the Box Box. Box Box. Box Box. Brothers, Brothers podcast. podcast. Nicholas, How are you doing today, Ben? I'm doing oh, I well. Beat you, I beat you to it. This you week. did. Beat you to it. You did beat me to it. You want to take over my hosting, hosting duties as well? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. How, how are you doing this week? Was doing well. We were in Mexico, so that was fun. We were at uh, leg what? Fourteen? No, twenty. I guess we're at leg twenty of twenty. We are at leg. Yeah, no, that's like 20 because yeah. there's three more races left. So it goes Mexico, Brazil, Abu Dhabi. Yep. So we're almost done. Um, someone's throwing out trash outside my <laughs> apartment down here. Um, I just got back from a work meeting at the brewery. Um, but before that, I was uh, just getting a quick workout in. So I was juggling watching F1 uh, a little bit later and getting my responsibilities done. But Overall, it was a lot of fun. Um, a little sad of Alonzo retiring. And it was funny because I had watched the probably from lap 60 to the end of the race. So I knew what had happened at the end. But then I went back and watched the beginning. And it was probably around like lap 15 to 20. Uh, Alonzo had a radio message to his team saying, oh, my car feels really good today. And then 30 laps later, he retires due to an electrical malfunction. Well, okay. So it was an electrical malfunction. Cause so we watched it at dinner, me, mm-hmm. Matt and Jess did. Yeah. We had it on our phones and we all were watching, but I didn't have audio. So I didn't know what happened. It looked like something just blew up in the back of his car. Yeah. It was like a electrical issue. Um, and he just ran out of power because right after that, Norris and Ricardo, or I guess it was Ricardo then Norris, both passed him and Vatas, and he just went off to the the runoff area, and that was what triggered the late virtual safety car. There wasn't any, but it really didn't do anything. The virtual safety car, no, Um, (laughs) and the it wasn't enough to trigger a real safety car, which would have made it. A lot more juicy at the end of the if race. If Alonzo just parked it on track like he should have done. And then we get the everyone starting to to pit, bring in Hamilton on the the softs and have a run at Verstappen because Verstappen's not going to come into the pits and give up track position with 10 laps to go. And then we just have uh, a 10 laps sprint race. I don't know. Verstappen would have. Do we have any more? No, we do have a sprint left. Is Brazil a sprint next week? I'm pretty sure. Because we've only had we've only had two sprints, right? We had was it I know Netherlands was one and then it was oh wait, Netherlands had a sprint? I thought Austria. Yeah, it was Austria and uh Imola. Oh, okay. I thought the Netherlands was one, but I could be wrong because we did have a sprint in Brazil last year. And that's how Hamilton was able to take the engine penalty, come from the back of the grid to number one, and then take another penalty and come from 10 to to first last year after Merck had just supersetted their their engine, put it on, turned it all the way up to 11, and then ran it really hard for the last like three races. That was just crazy. Okay, wait, let me let me look. No, Brazil has a sprint. 
Okay, so Brazil has a sprint, and then what were the other two sprints? It was Imola, Imola. And Austria. Okay, so I'm excited for the sprint next week, and then the main the main things that I have written down for the notes was one the stylized F1 intro, the Mexican one with the trumpets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was mwah, mwah. it was. <laughs> I'll try to get a clip of it right now and play it in the background but that should just be the normal F1 intro song the trumpets (laughs) just give it that extra that extra oomph to make it so much better and I that was one thing that I noted it was gorgeous and then uh, the start of the race was where it was kind of won and lost because Verstappen got a, everyone got a clean start. There was nothing really, push, no pushing and shoving at the beginning. And then Hamilton kind of got his elbows out on George Russell after George Russell kind of squeezed him, made him go over the curb, was like, not yet young buck, and then took a second off of him. But yeah, the the start of the race was good. Um Russell, not so much. And then there was just a few DRS and, oh, Checo had a few DRS and electrical issues throughout the race. Yeah, he had those throughout the weekend, though, too, because Mm -hmm. I remember at one point he was within a second of Lewis Yeah, towards the ending stages. Mm -hmm. And I was getting mad that they just were showing me Botas and... um, What, in qualifying? No, in... um, the race well that was for what 10th point 10th place yeah yeah i just i wanted to see checo because he was closing in on hamilton yes uh that would have been um good to see checo closing in on hamilton he was still like four four seconds down like three four seconds down Mm, yeah of them so i i don't know if it was as um crazy uh daniel ricardo having that 10 second penalty and still putting it in seventh place well the daniel ricardo incident i kind of feel bad for danny because i don't really think he had an option like for sonoda when, yeah whenever you watch it back sonoda kind of turned in on him ricardo it was just a lose lose situation yeah and that's what they were saying on the the feed is that either ricardo needed to be farther ahead or he needed to be he needed to back out quicker because Sonoda did have the inside the right to the driving line and mm-hmm, Ricardo mm-hmm. wasn't halfway so I think it still was on Ricardo for his driver error and not backing out soon enough yeah but it didn't really affect him and this is one of the few times that he did outperform Lando Norris this week so well, when he is on it he is on it yeah, he just hasn't been been on it. I think I think he just likes long straights because Monza did really well and Mexico mm-hmm. did really well and yeah, does... I think he just I think he just needs to drive in a straight line. Well, Brazil has some straight lines. Brazil is one of my I like uh, that coming down the the first straight. That's a long curved line, sir. Oh, that is like when you're going to the start stop line, start yeah, finish that's a line. Curve line, dude. Oh, but you're you're full out throttle the entire way down after well, you, you get out of the throttle, last. But you come you come through the last come through the last turn and you make a left, and that is one long curving left hander. 
Oh, well, it's close enough to straight in my book. <laughs> so hopefully he has some some stuff working out. And then, um, yeah, the there was just um, not really a whole lot of battling other than, yeah, Danny Rick coming up at the very end. And then I was, uh, we'll see what happens next year with the tire blankets. Mm-hmm. Because... Ferrari was drifting all over the the course this week in qualifying and in the race. Once they were taking that turn or they were taking that curb, I don't think it was curb two or curb three. Maybe it was. But once they hit it, their car completely just got unsettled and they were literally drifting. And that's what we're going to see once the tire blankets go and these drivers don't have have t- any temperature in their tires it's gonna look like mario kart out there yeah i mean it really is i mean but you also saw how quick the tires went in general like lance stroll did you see him just drifting around mm-hmm. yeah like he just he just looks like he was just going through formula drift it wasn't even like it didn't look consistent all was weird mm, yeah he was drifting a lot they were all drifting and I would, I thought because of that tire dig, the strategy might have come into play a little bit more. Mercedes did take a gamble to go onto the hard tires and finish up the race, but they just didn't get in. They didn't get the temperature into the tires that they were hoping for. And what yeah. they probably should have done in hindsight was go medium, medium, soft and keep up the pace. Yeah, I mean... Uh, George stole fastest lap at the end, mm-hmm. which I was kind of sad because Checo held it for most of the race. Well, they waited so long to get George to bring George Russell in. Yeah, I mean, he they did, but at the same time, George was kind of in the middle of nowhere for most of the race. Yes, he was, and he was complaining. He wanted to be brought in after like ten laps on the hard tires. <laughs> yeah, and he didn't. He did not enjoy those hards. And we all know the Merc doesn't put in, um, get temperature into their, well, yeah, it just takes a while for them to get temperature into their tires because they don't have enough downforce. I mean, I also would say it is hard to drive a race car with the hard on. I'm glad you found that funny. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was so funny. Uh, so yes, um, <laughs> the hard tires didn't do weren't weren't the best. Um, and then, well, they weren't terrible because even though Hamilton had the hard tires on, his hards weren't as his the time differential wasn't as bad. Yeah, his hard-ons weren't as bad as the mediums. So no, Sergio, no, Sergio couldn't get them with his mediums. But Danny Rick's softs were the way to go. And especially as they started to to go down and wait, the the softs were much better, easier on the easier on the driver. <laughs> Yeah. We, anyway, we're we're gonna have to we're gonna have to <laughs> cut out some clips of uh, commentators out of out of context, like they do with the football commentators. 
Bad then, bills are even worse. Yeah, I think that they're just doing a bit at that point. So other than that, the last thing that I really had about this race was the we've just forgotten about Ferrari. They've been relegated to third place now that they suck, which is so surprising. Like they should be doing better than fifth and sixth, but they've just been relegated. Neo Bonato is getting fired at the end of this year. And I called it. No, I called it whenever they they blew Monaco was his first blunder. They're they're firing him at the end of this year. Yeah, I don't see how he keeps his job. I know he did a great job helping them come back from their woes for that like 10 year gap but it's but like even if you look at it they you blame um a lot of people blame sebastian vettel for ferrari not winning the constructors and drivers in 2019 but it was ferrari the amount of races that they blew mm-hmm. it was more on ferrari than vettel but everyone looked at vettel because of hungry yes so yes so ferrari needs to make a change because they've just been They've been relegated and they're not even in, we're not even talking about them being in contention for a podium anymore because of how well Mercedes has looked these past two weeks. And that looks more promising for next year. And I know they're trying to give everything for their two drivers to win a race and not go winless since 2011. But we'll, it's but just, do you want to, yeah, go for it. The funny thing that I see is that. Mercedes is still like they're at their like top extreme like they're racing as hard as they can putting them on the best strategies mm-hmm. and yet Max Verstappen is still 20 seconds ahead just having a time of his life these these aren't even races for him anymore it's just he's going out for a Sunday drive yeah just enjoying he's just enjoying just driving around setting the new win record in a season just just no cares in the world yeah, Just, I, I would be enjoying join my time at Red Bull if I was Max Verstappen too, because he's just extracting every second and every mile per hour that he can get out of that Red Bull. And it you it is a Sunday drive for him because he's Hamilton, even when Mercedes is trying to do their best is just so far ahead. So they have to to get a win. Someone either has to crash into Max and cause him to George. get out of the race. Yeah, you George. sacrifice George, have a have him just bulldoze, bulldoze the Red Bull, and it's just the the curse of the the second driver at Mercedes. Nick, you had Valtteri Bottas bowling balling into people when he was there when and he was for, or Hamilton's teammate, and now George just put picked up that torch and is now carrying on that tradition. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Okay, are you are you ready to go to um, school? Yeah, let's. Uh, uh, do you have anything else to add to the race recap? Bit of a boring race. Um, didn't see much happen. Um, yeah, yeah. Congratulations to Checo for getting on the podium for the second year in the row. Podium at his, at his home Grand Prix. So kudos on you, Checo. That crowd there was awesome and whenever Checo went through the stadium section of the course it was it was I was I was getting chills just watching it Ben chills from the stadium 
right, let's uh, move from the track and let's get into the classroom, Nicholas. So, ding, 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 ding. Class is in session. We have a couple of new people in the top 10 this week, but let's, like each week, um, go over. We're going to grade the drivers 1 to 10. If you come 11 through 20, you do not get a grade. You get an F. Um, but let's if start you with DNF. The... You showed up sick to the test. Yeah, DNF. We'll retest you next week. So, Nick, who are the DNFs this week? Yuki Sonoda was in the nurse's office this week. His his mate, Daniel Ricardo, socked him in the nose. He had to retire. <laughs> and then Fernando Alonso just threw up, uh, ate something, ate something icky for lunch. He just threw up, and his race was over. Yep. Good on. Was on a, a cracker of a race. Yeah, Alonso would have definitely gotten into the points finish. Probably pushed out Batas and rele- relegated Lando Norris. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, he was on a screamer, and it was sad to. He was upset that he got seven engine problems, which is probably one of the main reasons that he's moving over to Aston Martin. He's like, they're not quicker, but they are more reliable than we have been this year. So. Yeah, yeah, and then um, Yuki Sonoda was on a really good race, and then mm-hmm. Daniel Ricardo just had to sock him. Yeah, he was like, "Nope, You're trying to get back at me for all the the years at Red Bull and uh, the rumors that he's coming back to be their reserve driver." Anyway, um, so now who are the people who get F's this week? We have at number 18, Nicholas Latifi, 17, Kevin Magnuson, 16, Mick Schumacher, 15, Lawrence, Lance Stroll, 14, Sebastian Vettel, 13, Guan Yu Zhou, 12, Alex Albon, and 11, Pierre Gasly. Yeah, so sorry, class 11 through 18. Um, no really honorable mention fails. Uh, Joe, I thought we could have had a good race, but didn't. And then, yeah. Pierre Gasly in the AlphaTauri just continues to complain about everything that AlphaTauri is doing. So uh, I will say that there was a funny moment in the race when they were talking about Alpine and Fernando's uh, retirement. And the commentators go, oh, no, they threw shade at at Williams because it was when Alonzo was coming in, like he drove off to the runoff area. And they were like, oh, it looks like Alpine is having uh, technical failures. Uh, they're going really slow on track. And then Martin Brundle goes, oh, no, that's just a Williams out there. And then honorable mention to Sebastian Vettel and Mick Schumacher getting the same exact qualifying time. Yeah, there was like three people that got the same qualifying time this week. Kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, so that's the honorable mentions, but let's get to number 10, Valtteri Bottas. Nick, what are you giving him for his race weekend? You know, Valtteri, he was on camera a lot this weekend. You don't really see him on camera that much. He was having a good fight. He started in what? He P6. started in P6. So yeah, he, he had did. a fantastic qualifying. He did drop down a bit, but overall, he stuck it online, had good fights, kept it clean. He gets a B plus. Yeah, I think uh, B plus is a good grade that you've said essentially what I was going to say. So I have nothing more to add. Valtteri, good on you for putting the Alfa Romeo 
in P6, he had a cracker qualifying and then was able to bring it into the point. So continues his point lead on his teammate, Guang Yu Zhou. And then in 2026, with the addition of Audi or Audi coming to the the F1 grid in place of Alfa Romeo, he's looking to hope that they can pull a Mercedes, build one of the best engines and pick up the torch from Red Bull and yeah, Merck over the past like 20 years. Yep, 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 yep. Now next up, number, number nine, nine, Lando Norris. Um, I'm going to give him a B this week. Um, we'll make it a B plus because he was running outside the points for a lot of it. Didn't qualify. Did he qualify top ten? Yeah, yeah, qualified eighth. Dropped down to ninth. He was running about like the midfield, so around 14, 15 for most of the race, and was able to bring his McLaren back up to nine and get two points. With the Alonzo retirement, it definitely helps their fight against Alpine for for fifth. So B plus for Landon Norris. What are you giving your favorite Brit this week, Nick? He is not my favorite Brit. That was a sarcasm. Never say those words again. Lando Norris, you know, he started eighth, finished ninth. He had a good race, um, but he did get beat by the man down under. So, I mean, not much you can say for him. Uh, he gets a B C plus. C plus for Lando Norris. All right. So that averages out to probably a B minus for both of us. Yep, 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 yep. All right. Number eight, the Frenchman, the new incumbent to Alpine and future team leader, Esteban Ocon, comes in eighth, takes home four points, finishes, or four points in the Constructors or Drivers Championship. What are you giving him this week, Nick? You know, Esty Bestie, you know, I, he, he kind of annoys me a little bit. He got passed by Danny Ricardo, so that brings down his points a bit. Um, he's he's kind of always just there. He doesn't really do anything like that special. But I do have to say, good race, solid B, just B. Yeah, should we take away George's Mister Consistency and give it to Espen Alcon because of how steady he is at at Alpine? George Russell isn't Mister Consistency. I do have to say that he never should have had the title. I mean, he's been in the top five for everyone but one race this year. Yeah, but he's driving like it's F1 with flashbacks on. <laughs> he does no care about anyone else on that track except for him. Yes. He, he just came comes in like a wrecking ball, Nick. Just getting his elbows out and fighting for, trying to fight for podiums. So, yeah, good on you, Esteban. I... I think he gets a, a B solid race, got into the points, got an eighth, not as well as his his part or his teammate Alonzo out there, but still overall good race and it helps at least like cut that point deficit that McLaren would have gotten if um because Alonzo retired. So comes out to a B for both of us. 
All right, moving on to number seven, Nick, the man from down under, the honey badger himself, Daniel Ricardo. Yeah, we haven't been able to sing his praise much this year. Once in Monza, once now. If he could do this each week, then maybe he would still have a seat at McLaren and be racing for next year, but he just hasn't been consistent but today he was on one i'm going to give him a a a minus today for this week it would have been an a if he would have uh not gotten that 10 second penalty with <laughs> yuki sonoda you know i love Daniel. He, he is one of my favorite drivers but i do have to say keep it clean all you had to do is keep it clean you were so close so close and then 10 second time penalty. So yes. for me, he in fact it's a B plus. Okay. So A minus B plus for me and Nicholas. So moving on, number six, the Monegaskian, the supposedly team leader at Ferrari, Charles Leclerc comes in six and takes home eight points finishes this week. What are you giving our Monegaskian this week as a grade? Mm, he gets a D. A you D. Know, he does in fact give a D. Because to be where you were at the start of the season and to have such a big fall to where you are now, there's just, you got to do better. You should be fighting every weekend for a win. Mm -hmm. Instead, you're getting punished by your own teammate, first off. Second, you should be winning these races. Like, you have the talent, you have the car. Mm -hmm. You should be winning a race. Yes. He definitely should. Um, he just has looked like he has lost all motivation in that car and doesn't look confident or comfortable out there. He looks like he's already lost the championship for the next like three years. Yes, he, he has practically. Next year, it is going to be Lewis Hamilton. And Max. And Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez. Yeah, I think Russell will get a, a win in there. And then, honestly, I think Carlos Sainz comes back and gets a win for for Ferrari. So, Carlos yeah. Sainz, I think Carlos Sainz now steps up and becomes the leader of that team. Well, with mediocre equipment, then Carlos Sainz is the more consistent and more steady driver. So I could see that. Um, and he comes in at number five. So let's just do a double grade, Nick. So what are you giving Carlos and Leclerc this week? Carlos gets a, you know, he gets he gets a C plus. C plus, okay. He and should what's... be fighting. Oh, for what? No, oh, no, go for it. He should be fighting. He should be fighting for wins, just mm -hmm. like Charles. But he outperformed Charles today, and so I feel like it warranted a, a C plus. No, um, C plus for both of them. No, 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 no. no. Charles gets a zero, a D. Okay. I'll give Charles a, a C. Still got in six, probably where they like should be. Um, and then Carlos, I'm going to give him a B plus for beating his teammate and coming ten seconds ahead of Charles in the at the end of the race. Um, so yeah, 
C yeah. and then B plus for me. Um, moving on to number four, we have George Russell. Your favorite Englishman. No, my second favorite Englishman. Oh, you still a Danny Rick fan? Yep. Well, no, Danny's off. My my second favorite Commonwealth country compatriot. Um, no, I like I like Hamilton. You like Hamilton? Yeah, That's good. I do enjoy Hamilton. But George Russell comes in fourth. I liked his fieriness and wanting to go onto the sauce at the like. 10 laps after he had already gotten put onto the meat or the hards and he took the fastest lap at the end of the race. So I'm going to give him a B because he did start in second after his not necessarily poor start, but wasn't able to do as well off the line as Hamilton did and Verstappen and especially on that first lap just got relegated to fourth because Perez was able to slide Perez in. Perez had a spanking of a start. Yeah. And was able to push back Russell as well. So for that, I think he did a solid race. Um, and then he just kind of got stuck in there with his machinery because it wasn't fast enough to catch the Red Bull at the end. So for me, mainly because of his start and being relegated, he wasn't able to catch up to the rest of the top of the pack. So he's going to get a B for me this week. What about you, Nick? He gets he gets, he gets a C plus. One, you know how I feel about him. Two, I just I just don't feel like he did anything besides I like this fieriness at the end of the race, but it was a really average race for him. Mm-hmm. Not really pushing to where his teammate was. Very true. Um yeah, very true. So number three coming in is the home homeboy Sergio Perez coming back to Mexico for his home Grand Prix coming in third, taking a podium. I think he had a solid race, especially starting fourth on the grid, was able to make up that place and come into the point. So I'm going to give Checo a A this week, especially for that support he got whenever he was driving around the track. It sounded like a soccer match out in Mexico and it was fantastic each each lap. Yep. They loved him down there. So he gets an A in my book. What are you giving him? He gets an A for me too. Home race did really good. It was in striking distance but he had some problems. So I feel like it was pretty good. Also took second place in in the driver's championship. Past uh, Charles Leclerc? Good on you, Sergio. Next up, number two, my favorite Brit, Lewis Hamilton. He had a cracker of a race. This is his second time that they've actually looked in contention. If Red Bull wasn't Red Bull this year and Max wasn't Max, they might be competing for a win, but the that combination of Verstappen and Red Bull has just been too good this year. No matter what Mercedes has thrown at them, they've been able to counter. But Hamilton has had a fantastic race, being able to get off the line, get his elbows out to squeeze past Russell. And then they did a little strategy race with Hamilton on the hards, just trying to 
changed things up, hopefully took a gamble, didn't hurt them, didn't help them, but was able to come home in second. And I appreciate Hamilton. He's going to get an A about as well as he could have done today because Verstappen was just in a league of his own again. Yeah, he gets an A from me. I want to see him back at the top because I truly miss their rivalry and them fighting and never knowing if they were going to wreck, if they were going to die. If it was just, you never knew what was going to happen. It just was just straight up pure excitement. So he gets an A from me. All right. So now moving on to number one, Max Verstappen. He gets the gold star today. He was phenomenal. Yeah, driver of the day. He, again, just shows his dominance, not even stressing, was in clean air the entire time and was able to actually lap Nicholas Latifi twice today. So whenever he's out there, he just looks on another, another level and Red Bull being able to extract the most out of that car and just continues to impress. So good on you, Max. A++ today and our driver of the day. Yep, 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 yep. Cool. So that is it. Good job, class. And we will see you again next week in uh, Rio de Janeiro or yep. Sao Paulo. Yeah, Rio. For no, the no, 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 Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo for the Brazilian Grand Prix. So hopefully Hamilton, technically a citizen now because he has citizenship in Brazil coming back for his home race and we saw how well he loves racing there hopefully he can redo some of that magic that he captured last year and bring home Merck's first win it's going to take a Red Bull failure or someone to crash maybe uh, Russell wink (laughs) and be able to bring home the first place for Mercedes next week in brazil but overall it's bit was a a fun race i'm glad we got to experience the mexico grand prix and we'll see you all next week in brazil anything else before we head out nick no i think i think can you smell that do you smell that it smells kind of like smoky uh yeah i do smell it i, I think my my shifts my shifts aren't working nick uh this is your engineer uh there's a small electrical fire going on uh you need to pull over to start the car, track and retire the car retire the car box box retire the car 